Hey, everybody. Welcome to the John D. Podcast. I'm your host, John D. Miller. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 40. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I know. You can all, you can sit down. You can sit down now. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Where have I been? Where have you been? I've been here in my stufus. <laughs> it's my studio office. That's what I call it. I said it to the kid. To, well, I said it to Liz the other day. My lovely wife, Liz. I said, I, I called it my stufus. Studio office, right? And uh, the kid goes, Daddy, it doesn't mean studio office. Stufus means stupid doofus. Yeah, that's what I deal with, people. That is what I deal with. He said it without stopping. That was the biggest part about it. He just literally, he didn't pause. He didn't take a, he just, it means stupid doofus. So, yeah. Episode number 40. Numero 40 in the old Espanol language. That's right. Mm-hmm. 293 going on 294 days now. No booze. No booze. Yeah. What do you think about that? Huh? I'm going to do a little bit of a different setup today. Tonight. Whatever you want to call it. I got a, uh, I got a, um, I got a digital interface. My buddy, executive producer, Time in, go. That's his voicemail. When you call, he gave me this digital interface thing, which I can actually just plug right into my Mac, which is really exciting, kids. And so I got that. What have I been doing? Yeah, not drinking. I mentioned that, right? 294 days by the time y'all hear this. Yeah, it's been easy, though. It's been fine. It's been fine. <laughs> Everybody's fine. What is it? Robin Williams once said, in his uh, Live at the Met show, whatever you want to call it. I don't know why I blanked on a word there. I had the tape when I was a kid, and it was Robin Williams' Live at the Met. And he comes out, and he's like, howdy, oop, wrong opera house, right? And you could say whatever he thought about Robin Williams as far as the stand-up goes and everything else. He thought he was a great actor. I thought he did a lot of really thing, really good things, really great things. And But he talked about in that special the one I had the tape of, that I played so much that I wore the tape out. And he had a thing on there where he talked about not drinking. And he, and he, as he puts it, he goes, no, 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 you have that gin and tonic. I'll be over here in the corner kicking the cat. Yeah. <laughs> that's, how <I've, laughs> that's how I feel sometimes. I'm fine. I'm going, it's, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's okay. It has its moments, but it's not that bad. And if you believe that, I have a bridge or something fake I want to sell you. It's a, it, you know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Which was, was that ever an issue? Were people at one point selling bridges to people like on street corners? Like, hey, you want to, you want to do the, um, you want to buy a bridge? Yeah, well, how much? Yeah, for you, 10 bucks. Sounds like an Adam Sandler movie, you know? Like some dude, like <laughs> he's out one night, he's coming home from work, he's downtrodden, he's, you know, he's not, life isn't going that great. And he meets some weirdo guy on a, he, all of a sudden he ends up buying the actual Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> he's like, oh, move, move to Brooklyn. Oh, I appear to have bought the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Sound more like Cartman. There you go. That's a little more, that's a little more Sandler, isn't it? Oh, I bought the Brooklyn Bridge. There you go. There's a little. <laughs> I feel good tonight, though. God damn. What time is it? 2.47. Is that the first time I've swore? God damn. Uh, yeah. I, if that is the worst, 
that it, it gets for this episode as far as my, my language goes. Because, you know, you've listened to the show before. Many of you have. Maybe some of you are new. But I'm just saying, if that's if 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 GD is the worst I'm going to say on this episode, with everything that's happened in the last few weeks since I've made an episode, you're going to consider yourself lucky. I'm just saying. I'm, I've never pretended to be for the kids. I'm not for the kids. I love kids, but my podcast is not for them. I don't pretend it is. But I'm just saying, with all the craziness going on. And, and, and I do, hey, by the way, I appreciate everybody who, not everybody, but a couple of people who've reached out and said, hey, where you been? What's going on? Some of them are friends. Some of them are family. You know, they've all, hey, what's going on? I'm here. I'm good. I'm not drinking. Yay. And uh, yeah, that's what I've been doing. So, but, but I've been learning a lot of stuff because, look, I love doing this podcasting thing. But, you know, one thing I also want to do is I'm very interested in stuff that happens behind the microphone, on the other side of it, the magical, the magical side of it. I guess, it, wait, is this the magical side? I don't know. I'm not that sure of it yet. But I've been learning things about that side, the other side of doing this and some other stuff. And I've had some things that I've been working on as well that... Eventually, once I get linked up with some stuff, you're going to be able to subscribe to here. There's some other stuff that's going on. I, I'm actually going to hopefully make a... It's not a huge announcement. It's a, It's not a small announcement. It's not a huge announcement. It's a, It's an above average. It's a, It's an above average type of, of announcement. It, it would do well with for itself. It's an above average uh, announcement. But it's coming after the first of the year. So, yeah. Let's bank on that. But... <laughs> How are yous? How are yous? And how are y'alls? All right, let me let me settle down a little bit. I feel I feel a little anxious. I feel a little. Uh, mm. I am I am sitting in a different spot. Usually, when I've recorded all the podcasts, I've been in a different chair. This one, I'm actually sitting in a computer chair, and I like the other chair that I have. But this setup that I'm using tonight, it's a little easier to use this way. So, uh, so if you hear a little squeak, okay, um. It's, it's just a chair. Ah, I don't know if you can hear it there. All right. Well, how have y'all been? A lot been going on. September 25th was my last episode. And like I said, I've, I've been doing other things. And, and somebody said to me, they said, you know, sometimes when you have, have said this in the episodes, you, you don't need to defend yourself. You have a life. You have a wife and a son and, and other things you're interested in doing. And I do. I truly do. I just, I feel bad. I just feel bad being gone this long. I, you know, I, I want to. I want to be here for you guys. And then plus, you know, it, it, I literally have sat there so many times like, okay, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this and this. And then something else happens. And I'm like, fuck. Now I see. There you go. Now. And then I'm like, I, I don't want to talk about that anymore. Or something else has changed. And I'm like, I want to be relevant and timely. But I guess I got to do a little bit of review, right? So how was your Thanksgiving, everybody? How did you have a good one? Uh, yeah, ours was good. Liz had to work. She had some work stuff to do. And so the kid and I went uh, went and saw some family and hung out with uh, my sisters, his aunt and uh, aunts, and uh, saw my mom, my stepdad, and him. But we had a good time. And my uh, my brother-in-law was there. Had some good food. That, was, that probably was the best turkey I've had in about 15 years, <laughs> 12 years. Don't tell my mom that. Uh, but, yeah, that was pretty good. I liked it. So how was your watch the Cowboys play some terrible football? I know this is weeks old. They've got they've come around. They've gotten some wins, some losses. Yeah, Cowboys. Come on, man. I saw a thing on Facebook the other day and said, you know, the Cowboys are just they're one of those people that you know them 
and you like them, but you just can't trust them. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Oh, and then what's happened since then? Oh, the uh, yeah, the the WFT, the WTFs. No, I call them the WTFs. The 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 WFTs, the Washington football team. They've you you win some games, and suddenly you're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's like that every. I lived in D.C. for years and years. That's how it is. Every year, every year, three and two. We're gonna win it all. To lose three more games, they suck again. So, my Capitals though are odds-on favorites to win the Stanley Cup right now. I, you know, one thing that's great about them is that they've been there. They have so many people out for different reasons, and they're still winning. They got a bunch of these rookie kids coming in. Scoring their first ever goals, they got like seven rookies in the NHL that have and making their scored their first NHL goals in so far this year because of injuries and and, and illnesses protocols because of the, the the bat disease the the COVID the COVID thing is everybody staying safe from that I hope so I really do it's, it's this what a fucking crazy ass time we live in <laughs> can I just say that it is a crazy ass time we have so much division in this country. There's a virus going around with vaccines. It's like, holy shit. If I had known life was going to be like this eight and a half years ago or, or no, well, yeah, give or take. I don't, I don't know. I, I would be, I would have been more scared for my son at the time. I really would have. I would have been more scared about my child being born into this world if I had known that an asshole would be president. And I don't care. You know what? You can, if you want to support Trump, don't listen to my show because I don't like him. I'm not saying all Republicans or all GOP are bad, but that guy is a menace. He is a fucking menace. And some people want to sit there and go, oh, well, Joe Biden's no better. He's a lot better. He's better than he's because he's not Donald Trump. That's best. I'm not saying he's doing a great job. I just I, I cannot believe as much as I sit here and watch the GOP and the Republicans, which, you know what? Even if you don't agree with policies, for instance, Bob Dole, may he rest in peace. Bob Dole passed away. 98 years old. I'm glad he got a nice long life. World War II veteran. Served the country. Even if you didn't, even if you didn't agree with his policies or some of the things he said, at least he was a respectable person. You know, at least he did. At least he wasn't, you know, making uh, jabs uh, about religion and appearance to their congressional, to his congressional colleagues. But Lauren Boebert. Oh, the names I want to call her. She, this is the speech of her with the painted on jeans, looking like she's the worst open mic comedian ever in the face of the planet, who only brought her, who brought her friends to the open mic, and they're the only ones laughing. And I, I was saying to somebody, I said, you know, they say in comedy you have to read the room. And I can't really see a lot of the people in that room, but I hear them laughing. And if she's reading the room, I know exactly what she's reading. Come on, people. Jihad squad. Talking about the back, and then and then it turns out that the people didn't that she didn't even actually get in the elevator with with the Ilhan Omar. That it never even happened. She made the story up in order to tell this story in front of twelve people at a moose lodge. Yeah, that's exactly what she did. And then when she, when she said she would apologize to Ilhan Omar, she Omar said she wanted a public apology. And I first heard that. And before they could even say the next sentence about what happened, I said to my, I literally said out loud, because I was sitting by myself, but I literally said, yeah, good fucking luck with that. And guess what? She didn't. 
All she did, and then she and then she did a, a TikTok video or something from the, her back porch. I think is what it was. I don't know where. And she was saying, "Well, I wouldn't apologize to her in public until she apologizes to the things that she's done and said about the American people." Nobody is bringing that up. See, this is what a narcissistic person does. They deflect. They fall, She follows into that same sort of line of she's going to be the and I'm going to be the center of attention, and it's never my fault. It's never my fault. She sounds like my eight year old. That's what he always does. He says, it's not me. It's not my fault. It's not me. Even when he's joking. I think he half means it. And even when she's joking about stuff, she half means it. At least. At least. Ooh, sorry. I know. I, I got a little rant there. I just cannot believe the GOP. The Republicans. You can believe in whatever you want. But when you have people like that in your party, it's absolutely astounding how far you've fallen. And don't get me wrong. The Democratic Party is literally... What? Look, the only reason Donald Trump got elected to the presidency in the first place was because Hillary Clinton sucked so bad. She sucked. She sucked. I cannot believe she got the nomination. I don't care about the fact that she was a woman. I just, she sucked. She was terrible. And that's why she got elected, right? Then we had, you know, four years of that numb nuts. And then Joe Biden comes in. But I'm just saying, where are the good people? to leave this country anymore are they are they out there are they, are they out there i think there's some good people on both sides of the republican party as well as the democratic party that i feel want to move forward with all this shit all these people are so stuck in their ways wanting to sit there and go blah, 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 blah. well you you did they're like monkeys throwing shit at each other it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous you got these people over here you know who are Almost right, you know, right wing, well, the Proud Boys and all this other shit. They're freaking nut jobs. Then you got these other people over here who are on the Democratic side who are literally just give it all away. Somewhere there has to be, <laughs> there has to be a middle ground that needs to be met with all this. It's absolutely getting ridiculous. And, and all that. And then a virus on top of all this. I mean, goddamn, my son had to go to school, millions of children in the country, had to go to school, and around the world, virtually the last year. They didn't even go. They didn't even go into the school. They sat, they were at home. I'm just saying, if I had known, if I had known, I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't want him born. I love my son. He's the best thing I've ever done. But I, damn, I would have been a lot, a lot more scared <laughs> at the time than I was. And trust me, I was scared. I was very scared. Not by the fact of, I didn't think I could do it. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to expect of yourself. He's my one and only. The only time, I mean, I was 38, I was 39 when he was born. So, (laughs) you know, he's 39 years old. But here's the thing. I'm so glad I was not 22 when he was born. I, I could never have taken care of that child. When I was 29, I don't think I could have had a son and been hopefully more responsible. Or at least I would be now than I am back then. 29 I could have I, could, I, I, I don't I don't think the results would maybe possibly have have come out as good but you know what I also have a great wife and his, I mean and she loves that kid so much she would do anything for him so I lucked out in that department and maybe but pff, 29 I don't even I don't even would not even want the those some of the women I dated in that time and I don't care if they hear this shit they know who they are, if they ever do. I don't think they will. 
Liz is such a great mom, and it helps so much. But I, yeah, I'd have been scared because th- these times are absolutely crazy. It really is. It really is. And a lot of you were when I said an asshole was like the president. Probably thought I was going. Uh, what else, the president now? Probably what you thought I was talking about, right? No, no. Be like, hey, whatever, people. You don't understand. If you're sitting there thinking that Joe Biden caused this entire thing with the inflation and everything else, you're absolutely not reading books or read the internet, for God's sake. Just make sure that you get facts that are from various sources. Don't just believe CNN. Don't just believe Fox News. Diversify your information, okay? This is one of the things that that frustrates me so much about dealing with people nowadays. It, it's so hard. You only get information from one place the, the, the one of the things that we are blessed with in this day and age is the internet the amount of books magazines the the fact that most the majority and i, and I mean this in the sense of uh, the global part of it i know that there are places like such as china with communism and and some other things and other places russia you know i know putin's pretty tight on on his his press people but for the most part, we have a very worldwide network of opinions and and press people that are that are able to to say what's going on. And if you only listen to one set of people, you are literally closing your mind and your informational highway off to just one lane, rather than getting it from multiple sources. Because you're going to find out so much more. Okay, okay. <laughs> that was my rant about that. Even a pancake has two sides. In the words of Doctor Phil. <laughs> Even a pancake has two sides. There's always two sides to a story. There's always three, four, maybe five sides to a story. Just, just, okay. All right. And I was actually, I, you know, well, we had the Virginia elections, all my Virginia people. Yeah, we had the Virginia elections here. We have a new governor coming in. Now, here's one thing I'm going to say about that. You know, you can believe in whatever you want or whatever, but as long as you're a good quality person and and you think, okay, we're going to try to work together on this stuff, then that's fine. And I really was actually very pleased to see to see how uh, governor elect now Glenn Youngkin, he kind of distanced himself from Trump. Kind of wanted, you know, hey, I I don't blame the guy. He said, hey, I'll take the votes. Yeah, Trump. Okay, I don't blame him on that. But he did kind of try to distance himself because I believe, and I'm hoping that he sees that there's a difference that that can be made within their party, the Republican Party, and I I will say their party for the Democrats too. I don't consider myself a member of either one. I'm just saying, but I feel like. Glenn Youngkin is maybe trying to kind of kind of weed himself out, kind of get himself away from the tyranny of Trump. Was, I love I love the terminology that goes around nowadays. For instance, I was at the bus stop the other day. I want to. It was a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, and it's me and a bunch of parents, and we're sitting there and we're waiting for the bus and we're talking. And this woman that lives right there in the corner by the bus stop parks her car, comes out to the bus stop, and starts talking to us, and she says. You know, I just had a, you know, she said, first she says, she goes, well, I just want to let y'all know that this bus stop has been here for 20 years and I've lived here for pretty much all that time. Okay, fine. Great. Good for you. And so then she goes, I just had a question about what they're teaching these kids in the schools. And we said, what? Cause you know, and I kind of get, I get this thing sometimes where people talk to me and they say something that's like a trigger to me and <laughs> for lack of a better term, but it really is. And just, I can start get this ringing in my ear and I'm just like, Holy shit, is this woman really going to do this? And yes, yeah, she did. She stood there and asked myself and three other parents at the time, you know, what are they teaching? Because I've heard they've been teaching them socialism and critical race theory. And I and another father at the bus stop 
turned and just kind of walked away. We were just like, okay, I don't, uh. and then and she's like, well, you know, I have papers from lawyers and, you know, from other sources. And you, you know, if you want to file some papers and sign some petitions. And we basically were all like, look, they're in elementary school. They're first, or kindergarten through fifth grade. They're learning about George Washington and stuff like that. There's none of that stuff going on. But she was dead, dead on convinced, dead on convinced people that our children that were that are in you know first, second, third. That's all the all the kids that ride the bus nowadays are. I think they're first through fourth. That's what they are. She was convinced that the kids that were getting off the bus in a few minutes from the time that she's sitting here talking to us are all learning about critical race theory and socialism. What? Uh, and that's the thing. People throw these terms around. They throw them around. Tyranny. I have to get a shot. It's 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 tyranny. Or I have to, you know, it's it's like people throw around the words and they don't know what they are. And that's the problem. People have politically weaponized words such as socialism. Okay. I'm not saying socialism is a great thing, but socialism helps pay for, I don't know, your roads, your police, your fire department. Those are all socialistic ideas. That where basically where we all say collectively, we say, okay, look, you want to live in America, we're all free. Okay, but if you're going to live in America, it's going to cost you something. You need to help pay for that road that you're driving that giant SUV around and, you know, you're with your nine slobbering children in the back. Okay, somebody's got to pay for that and you're going to help pay for it too. There's people in this country that think they shouldn't even pay taxes. They shouldn't pay any taxes. Well, who the fuck's going to pay for all this stuff? <laughs> Who's going to pay for all of it? We all are. And then we can all enjoy it and we can share it. Okay? That's the way it works. You want to drive across country? Somebody's got to pay for those roads. Somebody's got to pay for the bridges. Where do you think all that comes from? Where do you think it all comes from? Materials and workers don't just fall from the sky. I mean, you got to, you know, you're not going to, it's not like a a shoe cobbler. You're not going to go to sleep and one night wake up and there's a new overpass that some elves built. You know, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Just learn, man. Just learn, ladies and gentlemen. Please, just learn a little bit about what stuff's going on. And just remember that as long as we keep arguing amongst ourselves, the people that lie to us and take all the money and hoard it to themselves, they're the ones who win. Do you understand? They're the ones who who keep in power. They're the ones who, as long as they make us divided rather than together, they're the ones that are going to win. It sounds cliche. It sounds, you know, hoity toity. It has all kinds of connotations you could put on it, but it's true. It's absolutely true. And you know, I don't, I don't mean to sit here and every. I feel like the last time I took a break from the podcast back in uh, Jan, well January. By the time I got back to it, it was what February eighth, I think. It took like three months off, and I felt like, and I feel like it again now. I feel like I've been gone all day. I've come home to my family, being you guys and gals, and I'm, I'm going off about my day. And you're sitting there going, oh my God, okay, we get it. But this is just the frustration and the talking I want to do. And this is my voice. This is my platform, my medium. So it's just that, you know, there are standards and practices that we have to have. And you can't have a congressperson, man or woman, attacking another congressperson that she doesn't like because it's popular to do about her religion or the way she looks. You can't have a congressperson taking a, a picture of with his whole entire family holding, well, semi-automatic to be legal, but we all know what bump stocks are, right? We learned, learned that with Las Vegas. And he's taking a picture with his family sitting around the Christmas trees saying for Santa to bring uh, ammo, 
what, four or five days after a, a, a school shooting in Michigan? I mean, come on, man. And you know what? On the flip side of that, I don't think the Democrats are doing that great. I mean, I know people don't like Nancy Pelosi because, you know, with everything with the January 6th insurrection and all stuff like that. But but besides that, I'm not sure the mental capacity is there. I don't know. To me, she always looks like she's that lady that got lost at a, at a wedding, you know, like she's in the wrong reception. <laughs> you know, you see her in the corner and she's got that look in her eye. You're like, hey, how are you? And she's like, hey, uh, I'm here for the Donovan party. And you're like, no, man, this is the Horowitz bar mitzvah. Can we get can we get some help over here? <laughs> Donovan party. Those are all the people that ate themselves in the mountains. Well, the Oregon Trail? Was that what it was they were on? Yeah. Too soon? Okay. <laughs> what, 1800s? Okay. I'm just saying, people, if we just keep arguing amongst ourselves, it's just, it's not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better. Okay? Just remember that. Tomorrow, when you go out, open a door for somebody. You know? I'm not saying you got to... What was the one thing? A buddy of mine was telling me about how he was... Uh, in line at the grocery store. Maybe it was a grocery store. Anyway, come to 7-Eleven. I don't fucking know. The guy goes a bunch of places. But anyway, he said that the guy in front of him was like, hey, I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to pay for this dude behind me, right? So my buddy got up, and he was like, okay, I'm going to pay for me. And he said the lady behind him had like a pile of shit. <laughs> so, and he didn't have that much money. So he was like, look, can I buy you the ice cream <laughs> and uh, everything else is yours? You can just pay for the rest of it. Point being, though, I'm just saying do something nice for somebody tomorrow or today or whenever, which hopefully this episode will be out. Uh, let's see. So it's going to be Thursday by the time it gets released. And then I don't know when you're going to listen to it. I So it'll be Thursday, Friday. The, you know, tomorrow's the, today's the eighth. I say it was the seventh day that will live in for me. And yeah. Happy birthday to my stepdad, by the way, his birthday was yesterday. Uh, so cool guy. And um, what I'm saying though, is that I, I will never release another episode on a Wednesday ever again. Because those episodes that got released on a Wednesday are like they're still in therapy. I swear, like they are the lowest rated episodes I've ever released, and I feel like they are they're in therapy. They're wondering why they never got picked for the long commute home or the the brisk walk through the park. You know, they. So I always try to shoot for beginning of the week or the end of the week. So which is what we're coming up on now. So okay, I gotta take a break now gonna try to come back with something a little more lighthearted for for you guys and gals out there than what i just did in the, but that's the beginning of the show but we're gonna take a break right now probably about a minute for you guys gonna be uh, probably a few more than that but i'm trying to get this done make sure you stick around like i said i'll try to be more lighthearted a little more funny well yeah let's go do some stuff okay yeah all right so stick around for more of episode 40 of the johnny podcast coming up right after this Hey everybody, if you are looking for a powerful company that can dominate all of your media needs, contact your new friends at Morissette Media. From websites, photo, and video that are perfect for weddings, company, or any special event, they have brand and business strategies for promoting your endeavors into the stratosphere of the digital age with their multi-choice social media packages. Contact Morissette Media at 804-715-2560 or anywhere in the world at morissettemedia.com. And we are back. How was your commercial, everybody? Welcome back to episode number 40 of the John D. Podcast. Part two. Huh? How was your commercial, everybody? How was your commercial? Gotta pay the bills somehow, right? Gotta pay the bills. Which you can actually help me pay the bills if you want. You can email the show. 
thejohnnypodcast at gmail.com. I can get you information on how you can do PayPal if you want to do it that way. Huh? You can. Uh, there's other ways you can do. I want to thank ninjabuzz.io for sticking around with me. You got a special exclusive offer going on with them right now. If you go to ninjabuzz.io, I have a special deal with them going on for a 30-second ad spot on the podcast. That's going to expire. I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm, I'm sure when I'm going to let it expire. But point being, go to ninjabuzz.io. They've got all the details and the legals worked out if you want to go that route. But you can just support the show. There's a way through PayPal. Uh, I got a Patreon page coming soon. That's going to be awesome. You're going to get access to exclusive content, other projects I'm working on. Uh, yeah, remember I said the big announcement coming up? Email the show at thejohndpodcast at gmail.com, thejohndpodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter, John D. Comedy, J-O-N-D Comedy, or just at John Podcast on Twitter, thejohndpodcast on Facebook. There's links to listener support buttons on all the sites that you might listen to this on. I'm on pretty much every site you could possibly imagine. Actually, I'm proud to say that since the last time I talked to you guys, if you go on Google search, you can just type in John D. Podcast, and it's the number one thing that pops up on the on the search there. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff there. As I sit here in the Lizard Mill Creation Studio, the Stufus. Lizard Mill Creation Studio. Make sure you check that out on Facebook. Yes, I've given my wife's company exclusive rights to the naming of the studio. That is until somebody comes along and says they want to name it, for instance, the Old English Wood Furniture Cleaner Polish and Scratch Cover from Old English, available at Lowe's Home Improvement Stores and other fine retailers. All of that being said and done, so how was your commercial? So your commercial was about a minute long. Mine was about two and a half, three hours. Because I was editing, doing stuff like that. Then it became time to get the kid on the bus, which is fine. Which is fine. Didn't, you know, I don't mind doing that. But it's cold. Kid did not want to get out of it. He's not a morning person. He's like me. He's like his daddy. He don't like being up in the morning. If I'm up in the morning, it's because I've been up all night, such as right now. That's pretty much the gist of it. I've had times in my life where I had the old nine to five or the, the more along the daytime job type of a situation. But the kid didn't want to get out. It's cold. It's cold, man. It's 20. Six degrees out right now. Now, don't get me wrong. I have people I've known over the years that this is nothing to them. I have my friend uh, Matt, uh, what was it, Presley. Matt Presley. Knew this guy years ago from Bloomington, Minnesota. 26 degrees, he'd be outside with a T-shirt on. Old Bloomington. Old Bloomington there, huh? Okay. Yeah, old Bloomington. I don't know how cold it got. Well, what was the temperature in Bloomington today? Last night, yesterday. Who fucking knows? It's cold. Kidding around the bus. At least with us. At least with us. We are blessed now. Because we have an app on our phone that tells us when the bus is coming. We can see it's a little green arrow. You can see it coming up the road. The kid in the morning gets on the bus right in front of the house. So we literally just, you know, we can see that. And we run him out down the driveway. Boom, on the bus, gone. Done. Peace and quiet for a little while. And I guess I rubbed my hands together. That's what you guys are hearing. But, yeah, so, you know, he he he's on the bus. It's gone. Peace and quiet for a little while. And everybody can take a nap. Or I can work on this, which I've been needing to do for forever. Glad for the app, though. Very glad for the app because I do you, do you remember being a kid and you get to the bus stop? God forbid you got there early and the bus was running late. See, we get notifications that says bus such and such will be such and such amount of you know amount of time late, and so we can we can plan around it. We can. Did you ever get to the bus stop early when you were a kid? You're out there for like forty five minutes an hour. I was. I remember one time. I want to say I was about fourth grade. I remember being at the bus stop for so long that my lips were numb 
my lips and my nose were numb. And we got we got to school, and I think it was fourth. Might have been third. But anyways, got to the school, and the teacher was literally appalled. Like, we're walking in the school. like, And she literally went to the office. She said, excuse me, children, I'll be right back. And she walked down to the office. I don't know what happened in the office, but we never saw that bus driver again. Which, in our opinion, was fine. <clears throat> Excuse me, because she didn't seem like she liked children anyways. Why would you get a job dealing with children and then sit there and just yell at them all the time? It doesn't make sense to me. So, but yeah, kids are cool now. And it's a little bit later on in the day, so you might hear a little bit of traffic outside. I don't know. The, the, the road tends to be fickle from time to time, so you never know. Because there's times that that we stand out there for whatever reason, and it, it's like it's it's literally I'm just standing there like oh my god, can everybody just drive by the house right now? Everybody just drive by the house. Everybody bring out all the loudest fucking vehicles you can possibly find and just drive them right past our house. And then other times we we were out there and it's just dead quiet. It's just nothing. And I'm talking about daytime, nighttime. It yeah, this is one of those things. So all right, let's move on. Are you guys ready for the holidays? You guys ready? I, I talked about Thanksgiving already, I know, but uh, hopefully y'all are going. Happy Hanukkah to all of my, belated Hanukkah to all my Jewish peeps out there. Hope you had a good one. It was early this year, wasn't it? It was early. I remember it's been right around Christmas time. And then, yeah, so happy Hanukkah. Are you guys ready for the holidays, though? It's, 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 it's a crazy time, I know, and we're trying to get through this. <laughs> and it seems like everybody's really more in the mood. The lights are, seem like they went up earlier. People seem like they're out there shopping more. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't go out, but that's what I hear. It seems like it's the general consensus, though, that, you know, it, people are going to try to get this going. They won't, you know, we want Christmas. We want Christmas. Let's all, you know, that's what I'm saying. Let's all be in the mood. Some people are not being in the mood, though. Some people are being Scrooges. For instance, the guy from Better.com, the CEO, just laid off 900 employees on a Zoom call. Yeah. Laid off 900 employees on a Zoom call. Claimed because they weren't being productive enough, even though next year, May, they're going to get uh, $7.7 billion to an SPCA, which is a special uh, company acquisition fund. $7.7 billion their evaluation is, but they're laying off 900 people right before Christmas with only a month of pay. And then he got turned around. He calls them thieves. He called them stupid, no, dumb dolphins. That they that, that Dumb dolphins don't swim. They get caught in nets and eaten by sharks. What the fuck is that? And then they had the the gall to sit there. Uh, there was a woman, Elena Noller, it was her name. She got uh, some sort of a stock option bonus thing that the stocks vested, being you know they started making money for her right away at eight thousand dollars a month. Plus she got two houses. Plus she got other perks. And these other nine hundred people <clears throat> got fired over a Zoom call. If that's not Scrooge, I don't know. I don't know what is in this day and age. It's terrible. And no wonder people are quitting their jobs. People are quitting in restaurants. People, I don't want to go back to a restaurant job. I worked in restaurants for years. I've done everything there is to do. I've been a dishwasher to a manager. And quite frankly, I just I do not want to go back. I don't want to go back to it. Now, don't get me wrong. I, 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 I'm not fooling myself that I want to be a podcaster that makes a ton of money. I don't necessarily need a lot of money. I just want to have my bills taken care of. That'd be fine. But I just, I don't go back to restaurants. And so I'm not fooling myself thinking I'm just going to be doing podcasting and other stuff. I'm going to try. But I, I don't want to go back to the restaurants. I'm done. I'm done. And I don't think I'd want to work retail either. I don't want to tell you this one lady. It's this lady who quit her Walmart job. Louisiana is where it's from. So as the story goes, a woman by the name of Beth McGrath in Louisiana, right? I just said that. Got on the, pen, the public address announce system. 
and said this, quote, and I've seen the video, so I, I know it's pretty close from what I can remember. She said, quote, attention Walmart shoppers and associates. My name is Beth from Electronics. I've been working at Walmart for almost five years, and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. Well, I hope it got better after they raised the... Don't they play okay now? Okay, I might be missing something. I don't know. But basically in a Facebook video, she posted the stunt. She had the, she had her camera on, the self-camera facing mode. She said, she said, quote, the attendance policy is bullshit. We're treated for management and customers poorly every day. Absolutely believe that. Whenever we have a problem with it, we're told that we're replaceable. Now, I, I totally believe that. I totally believe that because they don't give a shit. Walmart is the biggest employer in the country, isn't it? Isn't it the biggest one? Yeah. I don't think they're worried about you. She said, quote, I'm tired of the constant gaslighting. Um, if you people like me, I mean, I know what it means, but I had to look it up. If you don't know what gaslighting means, I'm not going to explain it to you. Just look up gaslighting. This company treats their elderly associates like shit. To Jared, our store manager, you're a pervert. <laughs> Greta and Kathy, shame on y'all for treating our associates the way you do. I hope you don't speak to your families the way you speak to us. She ended the 1 minute 11 video with, um, it said, she said, fuck management and fuck this job. I quit. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know who you are, Beth, but I, I got to tell you, I would hire you in a heartbeat. Because it, it takes a little bit of guts to do it. Now, granted, it's Walmart. I mean, you can literally walk into Walmart, pick up a $1,000 television, and walk out with it. And they won't do much to stop you. They really can't. Unless there's a cop around. Which, you know what I'm saying? But they don't really... They literally just watch people pick up shit and just walk out now. They don't, there's no confrontation. There's no... So, I'm sure she didn't get assaulted or anything out. But that's, that's awesome. I don't blame her. But she said... Uh, I never intended for the video to blow up in one interview that I read. She said, quote, it's been an emotional roller coaster for me, and I'm just at a loss for words. Now, she had millions of views of this, and she got tons of support, including a bunch of donations to her to help her further herself as a person, education, and all that. She said, quote, I didn't record, record the video for clout. I recorded the video for my fellow coworkers to let them know that I love them and I want to do what's best for them. I wanted their voice to be heard. I, I wanted it to be my voice. Yeah. See, that at least you could do that. I, I don't know how many times I've been like, I'm going to fall on the sword. And then, you know, <laughs> I'm asking my roommate, can I borrow like 20 bucks until I find a job whenever that might be? Yeah. Yeah. Well, good on you, Beth. Good on you. I'm just saying, people, if you go out in public and you, you know, you deal with people that work in retail, restaurants, service industry, and that type of shit, be nice to them. I bet you money, bet you money that they didn't sit there as a kid and go, oh, that's what I want to do for a living. Yeah, I want to wear a blue vest and walk around in a place with cement floors and, you know, people ask me, where, excuse me, where are the corn pants? Aisle 27 with the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Good job, Beth. You know, sometimes you got to stand up for yourself. That's, that's, what, that's what we got to do. Got to stand up for yourself, but do it in a good way. Do it for good people. You know, I'm just saying. All right. Not going to be a long episode today. I know. I always say that. And then I talk and I talk and I talk. <laughs> and uh, here I am. But I wanted real quick. Let's nerd out for a minute before I get out of here. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, coming back to me. I appreciate it. I don't know if you've been following this. I thought it was December 21st. Turns out it's December 29th. I was so mad because it adds a week onto it. Book of Boba Fett comes out on Disney+. Plus. 
December 29th. I am excited. I'm excited. I, I was so, so much more looking forward to having Mandalorian Season 3. That I got delayed. Obviously, the pandemic and everything like that. However, it would seem as though Disney is trying to make as much Star Wars stuff as they can cram at us at, at one time. Which you have, we have the Andor series, which is about Cassie and Andor from Rogue One. Apparently, that's supposed to be a, a prequel series. Of course, we have Obi Wan Kenobi coming out, and then of course we have Book of Boba Fett, which Book of Boba Fett looks really good. I, I at first was a little bit skeptical, and then I saw some of the storyline details and stuff like that and and things that they were working on as far as rumors and everything else like that and I'm, I'm pretty excited about it so basically what book of boba fett is is it is where well boba fett if you watch mandalorian you know that boba fett lives boba fett lives spoiler alert i guess you should have said that ahead of time don't care point being because i feel it, you know it's like somebody got mad at me one time because eight months after the force awakens came out they i was having a conversation with somebody else and they heard me talk about how han solo had died no, it's been eight months. If it's been eight months, you, I don't care. So it's been, I don't know how long since Mandalorian uh, season two was out. So, you know, get over it. But Boba Fett lives. And this is the story of how he, well, it's it takes place after Mandalorian season two. You got to watch that. You got to check that out. Great, great finish to that season two. Holy shit. And it's about how he comes back to power. So he lives, goes back. And the last part you see at the end of Mandalorian season two, is Bib Fortuna sitting? Big, remember who he is? He's the guy with the weird snake thing on his head. But Jabba the Hutt's assistant. You see him sitting on the throne. Uh, Tamura Morrison, Boba Fett. Now Tamura Morrison plays plays Boba Fett in the original prequels. He was not the original voice of Boba Fett in Empire Strikes Back, but he's back in this one. He's playing Boba Fett. They come in. Uh, Ming Na Wen, who plays Fennec Shand, right? Yeah, Fennec Shand. She comes in, she shoots a Bib Fortuna, who's gotten all fat now. Of course, he's like, hey, Boba, I wanted to see. And she shoots him, and then they go and they sit on the throne of Jabba. And as the, one of the things says, it says that uh, bounty hunting and machinations ensue. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it, man. It's going to, you know, <clears throat> I have been critical sometimes of Disney really trying to, to push the envelope as far as the amount of content that they're putting out as far, you know, for Star Wars. But you know what? We keep we keep consuming it. So you can't knock them but so much. So December 29th, make sure you check that out. That's going to be good. It's going to be good, good, good. And it's interesting to see. It's like a spinoff to Mandalorian. It's like John Favreau called it uh, Mandalorian 2.5 or 2.0, I think. It's something like 2.1, some shit like that. Numbers. I'm excited, though. Should be interesting. So, all right, I'm going to get going. My throat's starting to get a little raw. I've been talking a lot. Literally been working on this thing all night long, and I got stuff to do, people. I got stuff to do. All right, I'm going to get back to you guys before Christmas, okay? Give a little more details about what's coming up after the first of the year. Stay tuned for that. It's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, we, we're moving on and upwards, so that's the point of all this. Um, yeah, and you can support those. Don't forget, listener support, PayPal. Email me at the show here. The John D podcast at gmail.com. I'll get y'all information how you support it. Ninjabuzz.io for an exclusive advertising offer for the show, podcast, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, support, support the show. That'd be great. I'd really appreciate it. But if it comes down to me or a charity, <sighs> give it to the charity. Okay. All right. I want you to remember all of them out here. I know it's that time of year. I want you to do it year round, but especially this time of year. Okay. No kid hungry. Okay. A lot of the, uh, holiday breaks coming up. 
for all the kids. Okay, a lot of these kids in school, a lot of kids in this in this country and around the world, their best meals come from when they are in school. No kid hungry helps get those those children meals and food and good nutrition when they are not in school. Okay, bestfriends.org. It's uh, another way. It's for animal shelters. They're gonna make their goal is to make every animal shelter in the United States. Uh, no kill by the year 2025, feeding America, feeding hungry and needy families in the United States. Wounded Warrior Project, a great charity that helps support our brave men and women who have served our country, and they deserve it. They deserve whatever they can get and whatever they need to make sure that they have respect and gratitude. Okay? Make sure you do that. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Oh, if you go on Amazon Smiles, okay? Well, Amazon Smiles. So they have the regular Amazon. And we all order from Amazon. Don't lie. Don't sit there and go, I don't Amazon is evil, evil thing. Yeah, really? Okay. You never order? Yeah. But here's what you can do, okay? Here's what you do. Instead of going to just the regular Amazon, I want you to go to smile.amazon.com, okay? Order whatever you want, whatever you normally do, okay? But for every sale, when you go through them, Amazon donates some of the profits to charity. So, you know, you want to fight the monster? You want to do that? I know it's not coming out of Bezos' pocket, and I'm pissed off about it. He doesn't pay his taxes. But you know what? At least something goes back out of that giant corporation. Okay? Okay. All right. We all use it. Let's make them uh, give a little back for it. Okay? All right. <laughs> I got to go. So hopefully this was a good episode 40. I know it took forever to get back. I kept trying to do it over and over and over again. Nothing blech, wasn't working. So I want to thank my executive producers on the show, Liz Miller and Tom Handcuff. Thanks for all that you do. Thank you for listening to episode 40 of The John D Podcast. I've been your host, John D. Miller. All right. I'm going to talk to you guys sometime soon. Very soon. But a little before Christmas, right? Yeah. We'll work it out. <laughs> All right. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Okay.